The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. Um, or that you appreciate it. And just as important, uh, whatever didn't work so well for you or any, any difficulties you might like to share. So I think it's, uh, it's a nice thing to, if you feel like it. I'm really grateful that I came. This was just so uplifting. I've been feeling very happy and loving. And this just opened it all up even more. And my focus has been to be the one I love to be with. Mm. And this was a way to find that route. And I really, really appreciate coming and what you offered us. I've found better balance after the Kijong, how do you say, when I did the walking meditation. So there was something new there for me, too. Thank you. Great. Well, all the credit goes to uh, this one here. <laughs> I I found uh, this meditation much harder than the ones I had done before, like on loving kindness and compassion. Mm. Do you have any idea why it might have been like that? Yeah, it, you're not the only one. Uh, there are many uh, teachers who report that mudita is the hardest of the four Brahma Viharas. Uh, and I think it's because uh, we tend to get caught with our comparing mind. And if somebody else is having great good fortune, we feel a sense of lack or that something's not enough in here. And so it's, it's sometimes very hard, genuinely hard, to overcome that, a feeling that somehow we're inadequate or we don't have enough or we're not as good as somebody else. So yes, it's, it's, it's more challenging than the others for most people. And for that reason, it's also one of the most valuable practices to, to pursue. Because it does undo um, jealousy and envy and covetousness uh, and the comparing mind. And even the idea of self. So, um, you kind of hit the bullseye <laughs> in finding it difficult. Uh, and you've got lots of company. Thank you. Mm. Hi, Meg. Thank you for this wonderful day. Um, you know, it's interesting. I've done many day-longs or things that were related to joy, but you added a different dimension. Like, um, I think I, I really learned something new about joy, a different way of looking at it. Um, there are many things I, I appreciated in the day that were new to me. Um, the very first meditation on 
feeling that I'm in my skin and feeling my skeleton. I had never felt that. And um, it really felt like, yeah, I felt the impermanence of this body like I had never felt before. Um, and then the, the Qigong, as always, was incredible. Um, I was having a migraine, and it just completely stopped after the Qigong. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I do Qigong with you, the same thing happens. Ah, it's beautiful. But this last meditation, actually, I found very interesting because I think I had never heard about sympathetic joy for oneself. Like I always think about for someone else. And so I think that if we hadn't done the for oneself, it would have been hard for me. Mm-hmm. But um, I realized that I never take the time to appreciate my qualities. Mm. And that really felt so good. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it made it, actually it flowed naturally than to, you know, do it for my best friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, um, just was beautiful. So thank you so much. You're very welcome. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's true. It's not taught very often, um, sympathetic joy and gladness for oneself. But it, I think it does help to open us up so that we can give it away. Um, yeah, I, I echo a lot of what people said. I really, um, I kept thinking, I should go. <laughs> I have more, I have a lot to do, but I'm really glad I stayed. <laughs> um, and I tried not to be uh, rigid, because sometimes I get rigid with this practice, like, oh, I've got to get this right, this gladness thing, I've got to get it right. And um, um, so that was, uh, you know, that was kind of my practice today was to, I like, you know, some of the things you get, some of your coaching and was really helpful, like, like Sylvie was saying, you know, just, just take a, just get a little bits and pieces, you know, not the whole, you know, that's, that's where I get stuck. So I was able to have those bits and pieces and it was helpful. I think the one thing that sometimes, and it, it's not like a suffering, but I find there's a little bit of a disconnect when we're in silence and we're not really related, relating to each other at all. And I find that, um, I get used to it, I think, in a, you know, I've been on a couple of retreats and I get used to that, but, um, you know, the fact that we're not really, it's not like I want to necessarily even talk, but just there's not really any connection with people. Sometimes, uh, so sometimes I struggle with that. Like that's, so here we're talking about sympathetic joy and gladness for others, but we're not really connected to each other. So how does that... I don't know, maybe you could address that. You know, one of the things I like about the silence is that there's a way of connecting that goes beyond words. And, in, and it's often much deeper... Uh, I remember when I was in the Zen monastery, I uh, and we were silent for months. Um, you would learn to uh, recognize who was there by the way they walked. You just the sound of their steps. You would know who it was, and that's very intimate. It's much more intimate than da 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 da. You know. Um, so I think there's, there's a kind of a treasure in the silence that's worth 
being patient for. But also what you said about, you know, having these kind of fixed ideas about, oh, got to get glad, you know. Um, one thing that's so important is if the gladness is not there, well, that's the guru, you know. And how do we approach that moment with an open heart, with a friendly feeling? Friendliness for the lack of the gladness. And what can I learn from that? And what is it going to take to open up a little bit? So that too is really precious. You know, even those moments when it's not working. Because that can be another opportunity of opening the heart that we haven't explored yet. Thank you, Meg. I came late, and I am so sorry that I missed the skin and the bones. (laughs) (laughs) I like that kind of thing. It's like, oh, yeah, I can feel my bones. And I like to be directed to feel my bones. It's like, cool. One revealing thing happened when we were going over um, the mudita for oneself is that I had done something that did some good yesterday, but it was very difficult. And the way I had been looking at it had been that I was wiped out from having done this difficult thing and didn't do any of the reaping of the joy of the, oh, that's done, that's wonderful, that worked. Look, they don't have to, oh, right, you know, like that. I had dwelled on that perfectionistic thing mm-hmm. where it was like, oh, that was really hard. Oh, boy. And it was like, duh. And then you, yeah. re- re- you directed us to, to pay attention to what good you'd done. And I had not paid any attention to that <laughs> whatsoever. It was more the effort I had expended. So thank you for expanding my uh, view. Yeah, I remember coming here a long time ago um, to a day long with Rick Hansen, and it was called something like Taking in the Good. And it's true, it's not just, you know, uh, a nice feeling, it's actually helping us along the path to liberation, as we, as we saw in, the, in these dependent arising of liberation. It's, it's, it's um, these joyful qualities that actually uh, help us to see clearly and to have insight. So it's, you know, it's, it's worth it. I had a really interesting experience coming here. I, um, I don't live very far, and I uh, went for a walk. And then I went home, and I was meditating on what you said this morning, because it really touched me. Oh, it, it really touched me. And so I, um, I was sitting at home, and I was meditating, and I looked at my watch, and I said, oh, it's, I, it's time to go. And so I got, and I had been meditating for 
like maybe 30 minutes. And um, I said, it's time to go. And I had been here this morning, but instead of going the right way, I went the wrong way up to El Camino. <laughs> <laughs> and then I walked to Traders and Walgreens and I thought, wait, this is not the right way. Why did you do that? What made you do that? And I was, I still am like focused on how, how did I, why did I have that experience? What was I to learn from that? And I didn't have anything to drink. <laughs> I think that's called a yogi mind. So I'll be pondering that for the rest of the day, in the evening, into the night. I'll probably <laughs> dream about it. It happens. But you, you really touch my spirit and my soul. And I connected with every word you were saying because I've been living that. And I've gone through double bypass surgery. I've had a brain tumor. I had a non-cancerous uh, lump removed from my breast. And this was all while I was working in this high-powered job, making lots of money. And I wasn't very happy. Mm. So this whole experience, this whole journey is very interesting to me. One of the things that I feel uh, so grateful for is just being on this beautiful path. It's just an amazing thing to have the Dharma uh, to guide us. Mm. That's always something I can come back to and, and rejoice about. And you had spoken a lot of words that I've, I've been learning, but I didn't really connect the, the word with the meaning. And you, you talked about that this morning, and then even just mentioning Dharma. And I know that word, but I hadn't been connecting it with what it meant. And so, um, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. So Dharma has you know, multiple meanings, but the, the essential meaning is the teaching of the Buddha. But there's also the dharma of the present moment. It's whatever the present moment is offering us. That's the dharma, too. Oh, and see, I was going through that. And I yeah. was telling myself, this is just an experience. Pick up the <laughs> I was going through that as I was walking. And I thought, this is just an experience that you're going through. And it's, it's for your benefit. And so... Um, Again, I say thank you. Pleasure. I'm liking the word rejoice. It has new meaning for me. Mm. Um, I'm also seeing how cultivating joy um, might help me be more skillful in relationships because when you operate from that standpoint, a lot of other things drop away. A lot of uh, those nettlesome things that are, you know, that take over and interfere. 
<clears throat> especially with family relations. Um, I had a strong um, experience during the eating meditation because uh, my food was uh, <clears throat> prepared by my husband and um, it was a beans and, and uh, well, rice, but in this case it was bulgur dish. Um, that was his favorite when he was a child. And um, I had such a strong image of his mother's hands. She passed away 10 years ago or more. And um, she had such lovely hands and just remembering them and seeing them and knowing that, you know, she prepared these foods. And um, that my husband learned them from her. And then I saw the resemblance with my husband's hands, that his hands are actually, as he gets mm. older, and they have softened and look more like his mother's hands. And I just couldn't get that image out of my mind while I was eating. That was wonderful. Very nice. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. That's a beautiful thing to rejoice about. Um, hi. I kind of came late today and um, Mudita is usually not a very easy quality for me to practice. And um, I think in one of your guided meditations, you mentioned like um, something that you're grateful for. And the first thing that came to mind was the Dharma, because that is something I'm very grateful for, if not the most important thing in my life. <laughs> and um, I've actually had a lot of busy mind lately. And I, I didn't come with a lot of expectations today. But during one of the breaks, I was just sitting in this room with the Buddha statue, and I, because I've been wondering, you know, what to do in my next step in my life. And what became clear is that I, I want to be able to teach something, to give back to the Dharma in some way, and to contribute. And that's becoming more and more clear for me. I don't know exactly what that will manifest as, like maybe MBSR teaching or CCT teaching, I don't know, but it's, it feels good. It feels good in my body, in my mind. I can feel the energy of it already, that aspiration. So just thank you for um, offering this day long so that I could have some clarity. Yeah. Thank you for coming. Okay.